1: The show. You're back on the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Hacking. And I'm your
2: other host, Tyson Mutrix. Hey, Jimmy, what's going on, buddy?
1: Oh, Tyson. Had a great weekend this weekend. Got to go to my cousin's wedding. It was a blast. Um, fun watching people run around crazily and celebrating a fun wedding. My cousin had four kids and each of the kids gave a toast to their mom. It was pretty terrific.
2: Oh, very awesome. That's, yeah. I uh, went to Jason O'Sterley's house, had a nice cool barbecue. He has a awesome pool that I went to. And you were supposed to be there, but you bailed because of a wedding, which I guess is
1: understandable. He was excited about all the fireworks. How did the fireworks show go?
2: It was incredible. It was by far the best fireworks show I've seen put off by an individual. But it was also really good. Anyways, I would put it up against Any professional fireworks show I've been to, just because of the atmosphere that I'm sitting in his backyard. There's a pool right there. It's very comfortable. It was awesome. I mean, he bought fuses that he he timed it out feet per second and all that, where he did he did all the math where all of the fireworks went off on the right time and there was no delay between them. It was really awesome. So if you wanted to set up your own fireworks show, then call Jason Osterly because he really knows what he's doing and he. I mean, he's he's done this for years now, so he he's sort of got it figured out. So it was a blast, man. It was great.
1: I believe it, because he did his Halloween party up, right? You missed that one. So hopefully we can catch the ones that we missed this coming year, because Jason does it up right.
2: Yeah, and he said he's going to mix it up this year, so I'm going to have to check it
1: out. All right. Well, excited about this week's topic. My man Tyson has been digging in deep to Google. He's been talking to the experts. He's been talking to Google themselves, and so... We thought that instead of you just telling me all of your new Google secrets that you shared on the show.
2: Yeah, so it's really interesting, and I'll tell how this came about and how we sort of dig into it, and then where I've gotten the information from. I can't mention one of the names like I was telling you just because of his relationship to some other attorneys, and I'm not going to get into it, but I will tell what he revealed. But this all started with a phone call that I made to Google my business, and so I was noticing because we opened the two new offices uh, with two new addresses and neither one of them were showing up for a personal injury attorney, which was really annoying me and I couldn't figure it out. I mean, that's the only keyword that we really or not really only keyword, but that's the only um, attorney business that we cared about showing up on. And that's the only one we have listed on our Google My Business pages. And so we were like, what is going on? So I called and if you have G Suite, don't call their main line. There's a separate Google My Business line. They called G Suite, and G Suite then forwarded me to the Google My Business people. So I'm just saving you about five minutes of of call time. So make sure you call Google My Business directly. And so they gave me some very simple tips. If you think these are very simple, they are very, very simple. But most of the people listening to this aren't doing them right. I wasn't doing them right. Jimmy wasn't doing them right all the big dogs you're not doing them right. I mean, trust me, you, whenever I go over this, you'll realize okay, th- I'm, I'm not doing this right. So the first one is name, address, phone number, nap. I know some people really know that, but I didn't realize how important it is that your name, address and phone number are identical everywhere. I mean, even a misplaced period, misplaced comma, that will throw off your rating in Google, your ranking in Google My Business. Um, and I'm not talking about searching job optimization for your your website. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is your Google My Business, you know, what used to be called Google Local, Google Places, It's had, had a variety of names, but now it's called Google My Business. And you know, we're talking about on the maps. So make sure that they are identical. And so that comes directly from Google. But the expert that I talked to, the one I can't mention his name, he gave me a couple extra things. He's telling me that they are finding recently that Google My Business pages without a suite number. So if you can get away with not putting the suite number, so just the address, you're going to get a big bump in Google My Business. So if you can cut that part off of it somehow and make sure it's consistent among all the platforms, among all the services with your address then that is key. Um, for example, the, our Clayton office, we are in a suite, you know, in our, our city office, it's just a building address. There's no suite number um, that there's a difference there. So if you can cut off like suite 502 or whatever it may be, just cut it off. And I think a lot of the listeners can do that. Jimmy, I think you could cut off your suite number because you've got multiple people in your building, but everyone knows who you are it's small enough of a building that you could get away with it. So if you could chop off that suite number, you're gonna get a boost from it. And then when it comes to, also name, make sure that you've got, on, on your name, make sure it's the exact, so if you have LLC, make sure it's LLC everywhere. If it's PC, make sure it's PC everywhere. If you don't have anything at the end of it, if, if, for example, ours is Metric Spinny PC, if you can chop, chop off the PC on Google, make sure it's the same everywhere you go. They also said don't make any major edits. If you make any major edits to your Google My Business page, you may either drop off for a couple of days or you, it may take some time for you to, to get back up in your rankings. So just make sure that you go through, uh, make all your major edits at one time to make sure you are consistent, and then sort of leave it alone. But update it. Update the small things. keep uh, Make sure that it's all accurate but don't make the big edits. And I'll, and I'll get to really how you can update yours consistently in, in a second.
1: I wanted to touch on that point you said about the making sure that you're consistent across the web spectrum, that on all websites that you have the consistent name and everything. And I was surprised when I started working with a company in St. Louis called Digital Strike about six months ago or maybe nine months ago, and we've been working towards getting my... Uh, listings consistent over the whole webosphere. And we started six months ago, and there are a possibility of 53 different websites that list, and we've been working on this. And it's sort of like a constantly moving target, but we've gotten to 94% coverage. So right now, our footprint and our digital description of our law firm is consistent in 50 of the 53 listings. And there's websites on here that you've never heard of, but they all contribute to the accuracy and the weight that Google gives to your web presence. So there's companies that you have heard of like Bing and Apple Maps and there's something called BizVotes and City Search, and obviously Facebook, Find the Company, GetFave, Google obviously, Infogroup, MySheriff. There's all these weird little things. So we're always tweaking it always making sure that... Because sometimes... Other people can do things that affect your description on the website. So it's always something that's being monitored and being watched, and and it is really important.
2: Yeah, so the expert I was talking to, he said it's like a plus-minus system. So, and I I may get this sort of wrong, but you can get the gist by the way I described it, is they'll send out their crawlers, and if the address matches or name, address, phone number match, you get a plus-one. If it does not match, you get a minus one, and that's how you sort of get your score. So if you if you're if the crawler goes out and gets a bunch of different name, address, or phone numbers, then you're going to get a bunch of minuses, and then Google's going to push you down a little bit. So that's a great point. And there are multiple services that you can pay; they'll basically do all the work for you. I just hired BrightLocal.com, but there are. Multiple services you can hire. Some are really expensive. Some are really cheap. You can pay people manually to do it. So just look it up. You you can Google it. I think the other one, the main one, I can't remember the name. It. It's Alexa or Lexis or not Lexus, but it's like Alexa or something like that. Where they'll do the same thing that Bright Local will do. Um, they're just more expensive. So just uh, Google it. You can find multiple services that actually get you to do that. So that, that's another another tip. Another one where the the main reason why our Google My Business pages, the new ones, were not showing up. And let me tell you, within 10 minutes of them of this phone call and me making the edits that they told me to make, it was showing up already. I mean, it made a huge difference. And it's been going up in every single day. But had a Google Plus page that is linked to it. So a couple things with this. I didn't realize that the two new Google My Business pages did not have Google Plus pages. Um, I just assumed incorrectly that it would already have a plus page attached to it or my original address has it and the setup properly and everything else the the two new ones did not something i learned from this expert though is that if you have multiple locations you can combine your google plus pages into one page so you don't have to maintain three separate ones you can just maintain one so you can just know that you can combine if you have multiple addresses you can combine those into one Google Plus page.
1: So Google Plus is the redheaded stepchild of the social media world. A lot of people don't use Google Plus. There are people though that do use it, and I think it does help with the Google juice. I got out of the habit of using Google Plus. I know one of the guys that were a fan of Jerry Oginsky He puts all of this stuff on all of the social media platforms, including Google Plus. And I think Google Plus is making a little bit of a resurgence. I think that people are starting to use it more. I don't think people use it nearly, obviously, to the extent that they do for Facebook, but anything that's backed by such a powerful company and powerful search engine is going to stick around for a long time, I think.
2: That leads to the next thing that Google told me is make sure you update that daily. So make sure you go through, you update Google Plus every single day, um, add a post, share a link, whatever it may be, because that is now affecting your Google my business rankings. So even though we may not want to, make sure you definitely go and do it. That's why it's important where that piece of information that the expert gave me that I can combine them instead of me going to each and every one of them and putting a post. I can just do it on one now. That makes makes a really, really big difference. Something else, this seems very, very minor, and I, I understand that. But this is one where I think it can be overlooked whenever I talked to the lady at Google, she said, sign in to Google my business account daily, every single day. And I said, really? She says, yes, sign in every single day. So whether you use your dashboard on your desktop, or if you use your, your app, make sure every single day, go through, click a couple buttons, and then you can sign out." which I thought was so bizarre. But It's that simple. Go in and just sign in, click a couple buttons, because Google wants to know that you are active and you're actively doing things. Even if you're not even posting anything, you're going in there to make sure things are accurate. So make sure that you do that. Now, the expert I talked to about that part of it, he said, well, Google probably just wants you to log in so that you'll you'll buy more ads, things like that, which could be true. But listen, if Google's telling me to do it, I'm going to do it because I want to make sure that I'm doing everything right. Okay, and the last thing that I want to cover with Google my business is this is something that is brand new and if you've not logged into your Google my business account recently uh, that you're not going to know about and it's called posts. so and it's really easy to do if you have Facebook, if you have Twitter, if you have um, Google+, LinkedIn, you know what you know how to post things. There's a very similar service or feature now in. Google My Business called posts, And all you do is you go in there and you post things, links, whatever may be, offers, whatever you might have. We have specials going on. You'll post in there. And where this is important, and I talked to the expert about this as well, stuff's going to start coming up in your are helping your, your Google juice, help you with the search rankings. But when your Google My Business page shows up now, there's a slider underneath it where you can go through the different links and, and posts that you've made it's really cool and this is something you can try over the next couple of days and you'll see what I'm talking about add a couple of posts to your Google my business account and then as you and once you've you've pulled up your Google my business page just pull it up and underneath there's a slider if you're on your phone you can just slide it just like the ads that are on Facebook sort of you can sw- swipe those to the right and to the left you can it has a the slider there it's very similar with that feature that's it's a different purpose but there's that feature there, and that's going to start affecting your rankings as well for Google My Business. So make sure you go there and you add posts. Super easy to do. You can snap a photograph. You can put in, you know, 300 words of text about whatever you might have. Uh, it's, it's, and you can, you can link to videos on your website. You can link to blog posts on your website, whatever you want to do. But make sure you're doing that daily. That's not something that was mentioned on my call with Google because that actually, that conversation with Google – to place prior to them rolling out Google posts about Google My Business posts about a week and a half ago. So it's a new feature. So if it's a new feature, Google wants you to use it. So make sure that you go in there and, and you make some edits to that.
1: So this is sort of like our Facebook business pages, and it sort of it'll show up when someone's looking at our Google business listing. It'll show up posts underneath, sort of the description of the firm and all that?
2: Right. So if you search Mutrix um, Sydney Columbia, Jimmy.
1: Okay. Yeah, I sell your Google yeah. listing.
2: Yeah, so in the, at, the, at the bottom of it, at least on your phone, I know it comes oh, up. Yeah. On the bottom, Yeah, screen, see yeah you'll see those sliders. Yep, so it's it's an additional feature
1: that you can now see on, on the Google Web Business page. Like I see a 4th of July posting that it looks like you made two days ago. Exactly right. That's, That's right. it? Oh, cool. Oh, so that gives you a lot more real estate on the search Results when your business comes up.
2: Exactly. And so, and if you've got something that's catchy that you can put on there, some sort of offer you can make, then that, that'll. And I've got an idea for a couple things that I'm going to put on there that are going to be lead magnets. So I'm going to use it for lead magnets. I think will will help draw people in.
1: I think okay. you might want to make an edit on here, but it looks like there's a mistake. There's, on one of your reviews, it says, he's extremely knowledgeable and a very well respected attorney in the field. I don't know if you can actually <laughs> say that.
2: Uh, I'll I'll make sure I I'll report that make sure people know that they should remove the review. Um, maybe they're maybe they're
1: referring to Chris Finney.
2: You know what? That's probably what it is. That's it's probably Chris. So we can leave
1: it. We can leave it. It's not it's not attributed to me. So,
2: all right, man. You want to uh, wrap it up and do your hack of the week.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that I had my hack in my mind already before we started talking today, but it actually came up during the show. So I was having lunch with our buddy and former guest of the pod, uh, Gary Berger, and we were talking about something that we both sort of stumbled upon. So last year, I did a survey. I've told you this before, but I don't think I've talked about it on the show. We did a survey of our clients, and we we asked them some sort of open-ended questions to try to find out the kind of language that they use when talking about either their immigration experience or hiring a lawyer and, and all that stuff. And one of the things we found that in our we had fifty people respond to the survey and about thirty of them used the word lawyer to describe our occupation. Do you know how many people use the word attorney?
2: Hardly anybody. I mean if you look at Google, this they, they search lawyer much more than they search attorney. So I yeah, did not imagine it was, anybody.
1: It was zero. And Gary said that his SEO guys are telling him the same thing. So my hack of the week is to Use lawyer whenever you can and not attorney. So I switched all my YouTube videos now. I always say I'm immigration lawyer, Jim Hacking practicing law throughout the United States. And it's interesting because when you started the show, you talked about one of your vanity keywords and search was a personal injury attorney. And I think that lawyer is where it's at.
2: I guess what I meant by that, and you're absolutely right. So I, I need to change the way I say things, too. So I'm glad you pointed that out. But really what I meant was there's a category uh, that you can choose as like what you're due for your profession. So yours would be immigration. I, I think they put lawyer. So you don't have an option of actually typing in the, what the word is that you start to type in personal injury and then lawyer pops up for you. That's what I meant. Just choosing the category, but you're absolutely right. And I, I said attorney, so I need to, I need to change that wording. It's just like if you're in jury selection, I say jury selection, I don't say board here. Um, and so just, you need to speak like our clients speak because that's what they, that's how they talk and you want to be, sort of jump into their, their conversation. That's a good hack, Jimmy. I like that. All right. So my tip of the week is very similar to what we were talking about today. It, it, it goes in with what we are talking about today. It's called Google Primer. It's an app that you can download. And there are tips. That are, there There's a variety of tips, little bitty, I'd say mini, mini uh, courses, not even really a course. That's probably too heavy of a word but gives you tips on on different things with regards to Googles, to Googles, to Google. Uh, Get tools and tips for increasing sales. Take your email marketing to the next level. Keeping your brand healthy. These are just a few of the the topics that are discussed. There's more of them. Segment your customers to reach the right ones. Um, There's a bunch of them. So I was just sort of clicking through yesterday. You basically just tap on it, and it'll go to the next one. It gives you a little information. Tap on it, tap on it, tap on it. And it keeps going through with more and more information. And then it sort of quizzes you throughout so that you know you know that you're sort of a, you're paying attention and getting the, the key information and absorbing it. So it's really good. A small little app, it's sort of fun. You can sit there while you're at dinner or waiting in line or sitting in court or whatever it may be. So it's a it's a good little tool to, to bolster your knowledge. Jimmy, I've got nothing else, man. You want to wrap it up?
1: That'll do it. Um, we do want to thank all of our friends, Larry Weinstein, John Fisher, and everyone else, Seth Price, who did vote for us on the ABA uh, podcast, Best Podcast. And so uh, we'll have a link in the show notes to anybody who wants to join in the fun and just give us a little shout out on the ABA's uh, listing and competition for Best Lawyer Podcasts.
2: Right, and Will Norman as well. I know Will, Will Norman posted something this morning that he uh, voted for us as well. So, And thank you, everyone, for rating us and reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've not rated us yet, please do so. That's how we move up in the rankings so we get more and more listeners we to reach more and more people. So, again, this is free. It doesn't cost you anything, so we don't advertise on here. So so it's just spread the word. you would appreciate it. Jimmy, I'm all done, baby. Good talking to you, bud. All right, have a good week.